Well, now I think you can see why people come on Wednesday nights. It's certainly not to hear uh, the study of the book of Romans, um, but it's to have their children in that program. Uh, Donna Bird is a, um, it's an interesting thing that she has found her place on the wall the way she has. And then to, to pull in Whitney and her husband, and, and that is uh, such a marvelous illustration of what I wish, that, what I hope the Gracie Van is about. And that is uh, empowering people and letting them fly, and then and then you get this kind of effort, which is, as you can well imagine, so as I said earlier, so labor intensive. And uh, but our children uh, get the benefit of all those labors. Guys, I am really, um, I'm really in, but I'm in a quandary because my comments will not fit into um, the 18 minutes that uh, that are left. And I, um, I don't know what to do, actually, uh, unless um, uh, you'd like for me to sing a solo or two. <laughs> That's all right. Um, <clears throat> I have a text, and, and um, I, I tell you what I'm going to do, and, and then we, we may just dismiss a bit early tonight. Um, uh, the, my, uh, my little, whatever you call it, uh, presentation last week, was put on CD, and Gary helped me here, but it was like 43 minutes. What, something like that? 48. And, uh, and I, I never do that on a Wednesday night. You know that. I usually, uh, Jimmy Umloff and I have an arrangement that I'm supposed to get the pulpit at 10 minutes after, and, uh, and I'm supposed to finish at a quarter till, which is, if you can add that up, is 35 minutes. Uh, and I went 48 minutes last week, which was a tad embarrassing for me, and, and I'm, uh, Probably have 48 minutes worth tonight, and and it's uh, I have 7:27, which leaves me 17 minutes. So um, I, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you the text that I that I want you to take a look at, and then I, I'm just going to try to give you an update, just <laughs> um, just a brief little update about what's going on, where we were, and then we'll come back next week, Lord willing, and we'll look at this text next week. Um, if I had to choose a text that summarized uh, our experience in Budapest, and, and I might say this too, um, I think I told you this that one of the um, one of the guys that I met over there, his name is um, Brian Rhodes, good guy. And Brian, Ed, we were he took us to this little shopping area one Friday afternoon and or Friday morning, and um, on the way we had a car accident. Did you hear about that? That, that uh, we're at the stoplight, and, and the car is kind of, and, and it rolled back and hit the car behind me, and the little Hungarian woman got out of the car and, you know, was just a cursing me, and and, um, and, and I, didn't, I didn't know what to do. But anyway, uh, it turned out that it didn't dent her car and it didn't dent my car, and, and, and oh, how grateful we were for that. But anyway... On this little shopping excursion, uh, Brian Rhodes said, Now, Jimmy, when you get back to the States, understand this. People will lose interest about ten days after you're back. And, um, you know, it's probably been three weeks now. And I figure that most of you are, you know, can't we do something else besides talking about Budapest? Um, so I, I, I'm s- sensitive to that. And, and hopefully uh, what you will get on these Wednesday nights is something that will give some kind of spiritual application so I, I, I'm trying to shape my comments with that in mind. But uh, the text <laughs> that really summarizes for me is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 1. And if you would like to take a look at it 
And then, as I said, we'll come back next week and um, uh, try to fill in some blanks for you. Um, after I read this, uh, some of you are going to think, uh, well, maybe not even after I read it, but after I comment maybe next week, um, that I'm really kind of overstating things, and I'm good at that. Um, because there's, there's, a, there's a sentence, or there is a, there's a clause in here that really summarizes, at least for me. So um, uh, I, I know that many of you came only desiring to hear the little music program, and I understand that, and now you've gotten stuck listening to me. But um, we'll make this brief, and then next week, for those who really want to hear about this, we can, we can uh, pick it up here. I'm in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 at uh, verse 8. I'd like to read through verse 11. For we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, of our trouble which came to us in Hungary, uh, Asia, that we were burdened beyond measure above strength so that we despaired even of life. Yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead, who delivered us from so great a death and does deliver us, in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. You also helping together in prayer for us, that thanks may be given by many persons on our behalf for the gift granted to us through many. Now, what I was intending to establish tonight is a couple of things, and um, what, we'll, what we'll have to do is, as I already said, is save it for next week. But uh, the clause in there that, um, that was relevant for me, and then one relevant for you, the one in there relevant for me is in verse 9. Yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves. Now, some of you might think, how in the world could you ever be such a sissy that this would be viewed by you as some kind of sentence of death? Well, I'll I, I have to tell you, if you want me to try and, and explain that, you're going to have to come back next week because that's what I intended to do tonight is, is tell you why that at least depicted for me. Um, but you'll notice that there is a redemptive purpose behind it. Uh, and it's a redemptive purpose that I think all of us have to experience sooner or later. You'll notice that he says, a sentence in, uh, of, um, of death in ourselves. And in the Greek language, there is an interesting device called a hina clause. Um, the, the hina clause in Greek is, is to define purpose. It's very easy to um, to spot in the Greek language. It's a uh, it's not important what it looks like, but it's a it's a very interesting little piece of Greek construction that allows you to understand that the the apostle is trying to give you a purpose. That is a purpose behind what he's saying, and he says very clearly, "I had the sentence of death, and here's the purpose. The purpose behind that sentence of death." is that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. That's what, that's what I, I really believe was so much 
uh, a part of our experience there. That was the, the, the clause that was relevant for me, and I wanted to tell you why I thought that. And, and I'll have to wait to do that to next week. But um, the, the part, the clause in it that, that uh, concerned you had to do with the, um, uh, verse 11, you also helping together in prayer for us. I could uh, wish uh, a whole lot of good things for you, but one of the good things that I can wish for you is that one day you, if you have not yet tasted of this, that you one day will. This, this whole idea of uh, you also, and Paul is writing to the Corinthian church, of course, and he says, you, Corinthian church, I had the sentence of death in myself, but you also helping together in prayer for us. That's, that's the part that, that I wanted to um, try and um, give some illustration and, and content to. You will notice in verse 10, however, there is this, this mention of the word deliverance. And it's mentioned three times, I think. Yes. Who delivered us from so great a death and does deliver us in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. That is... In the past, in the present, and in the future, there is deliverance. And you'll notice that it came, uh, deliverance came on the heels of um, the Corinthian church praying for Paul. So that's kind of a brief outline of what I wanted to do tonight. And um, we, I just do not want to abuse you in terms of uh, um, taking more time than, I, than I'm allotted. Let me say real quick, and uh, we've got nine minutes left, and I'll just will, just trying to fill up those nine minutes, tell you this much. Um, our, our time frame, I think you know, was the, the last Sunday in January to the second Sunday of April. Uh, my last uh, the, the Sunday behind the pulpit over there was April the 13th. April the 20th was Easter here, and that Sunday was, uh, it was filled in that little church in, in Budapest. But the next two Sundays were filled by Ronnie Stevens. Um, so he was there the 27th and May the 4th. Um, so Ronnie, um, um, you know, of course, got me into this. And Ronnie was over there in that pulpit uh, the two Sundays really after that I was there. It was one intervening. But the, but the point of all that is uh, he, he, he just got back last night. And I was in a meeting today at lunch. Uh, I'm on a board, and Ronnie's on that same board. And I did not expect Ronnie to um, to be there, but he was. And so after that lunch, Ronnie and I spent some time uh, catching up on his experience versus my experience, et cetera, et cetera. Here's the point, and, and that um, some of you may rejoice in, at least Susie and I do. Um, we found some precious people in that church waiting for us. Uh, longing to, to be fed from God's Word. It was so refreshing to be among so many people who are so eager to just have the Word opened to them and be taught it. Well, consequently, as a result of being a privilege to be a part of that, we developed a, a very great fondness for those people. And um, so when Ronnie went over there, there was a question as to whether or not Ronnie would be pastoring that congregation. Ronnie has other things to do, but I was trying to convince him that he was needed in this little church that I pastored. He told me today that he preached there twice, and they extended an an invitation to him 
to be their pastor, and he will be accepting that invitation. Now, I'm not sure that's public information. I, knew they, I know they don't know it, but uh, actually, Gary will have this on the Internet uh, within minutes, and uh, they probably will know it. Of course, they're sleeping in, in Hungary right now. But just, just kind of a, a brief update, Ronnie will be pastoring that church where, where I uh, preached for, for 12 weeks. I really didn't pastor the church. I only preached 30 minutes a week, as you know. That was one of my frustrations. But uh, that's kind of an update. Uh, Ronnie's going to be taking that church and along with his other duties, um, and which is a thrill to me because the, the people are so eager to have somebody feed them. It was interesting that uh, after we got past the first five or six weeks and they were wondering, can we really relax with this guy? Can we really trust him? Does he have anything to say? Once they, once they relaxed and realized you know, that I wasn't going to hurt them uh, biblically, theologically, doctrinally, um, it was almost as if you could hear bones begin to rattle. You know the story in, in uh, Ezekiel 37 about the Valley of Dry Bones and, the, and uh, um, Ezekiel begins to, pro- to, to preach and the bones begin to rattle and they begin to join. You could almost hear those bones rattling as people became more and more responsive to the Scriptures. My delight is in the fact that they're going to have that ongoingly uh, via the, the ministry of Ronnie Stevens. Now, that, that's enough said. I've, I've abused you enough. Um, understand my my my, um, my restraint is time. I, my text is Second Corinthians chapter one. We'll have to come back and we'll have to look at it. Why I defined it as a sentence of death, and why I believe you had uh, such a key role to play in my deliverance from that sentence of death. We'll talk about that next week. So, having said that, let's pray together. Our Father, we do thank you for every opportunity to be together as a community of believers. We are a minority outside these walls, but inside them we're a majority. We are among people who uh, have the same uh, sense of values, the same um, sense of um, the divine, the heavenly, the eternal. And it is always good to be in community and to be reminded of who we are and whose we are. We thank you for the, uh, the, 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 the precious little inputs that we got from our children and uh, how it does warm our hearts to watch them uh, beginning to be confronted with even things like your judgment upon sin and your deliverance uh, of, uh, of a people that you had called to yourself. So, Father, um, might, might they one day remember uh, the things that they've sung about. But for us, Lord, we commit ourselves to you afresh, uh, hoping that what, um, uh, what, what, is, what is taking place here tonight will benefit us and move us in the direction of more conformity to Jesus Christ. We commit ourselves to that. And I, and I do thank you, Lord, that you have led in such a way that the people that we grew to love are going to have such a marvelous pastor. Someone who will care for them in, in, um, in many ways, but primarily by proclaiming to them the truth that they so long to hear. Uh, that is a delightful um, piece of providence, and I thank you for it. And I pray now, Lord, that you will dismiss us with a sense of your ownership, knowing that we are yours and you are ours. We pray, of course, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you and good night.